Tyler Merriam, joined by Director of Athletics Justin Sell. Hobo Day is now in the rearview mirror, but uh, went pretty darn well. It went amazing. Uh, you know, it's a great week, uh, first and foremost. And then, you know, you get into uh, Saturday morning with the parade. And I, I think it was probably one of the highest attended parades. I, I don't know, 10 deep all the way down the whole route. Uh, and uh, I made it about 20 yards. I ran into so many different people that I knew and had some great conversations. It was fun to catch up. And uh, and it just great feelings about our school. You know, uh, SDSU is a special place, and there's so many uh, great people connected. Connected to it, and then certainly to have Jim Wooster as the Grand Marshal, uh, you couldn't pick a more appropriate guy in terms of representing what SDSU is all about, and so that was really cool. And then obviously the weather was fantastic. The crowd, uh, our crowds and fans have come out uh, to support us in big ways this year, and and then I think the whole kind of. Uh, interesting part of the week with the ears up and, and kind of getting that out there into the public and selling it out early in the week. And then uh, we've moved a few units on Saturday at the game. Uh, uh, that was just a, a cool added touch in terms of a branding and marketing opportunity for us and uh, certainly appreciative of our relationship with Fernson. And I think it's a great beer. I got great positive feedback regarding it. So um, all around a, a great day and then certainly a big win by the uh, Jackrabbits fascinating to keep an eye on social media and virtually every place that sells beer in the region seemingly all were posting about how act fast because we're almost out or hey we're out we got another shipment coming in for instance having trouble keeping everybody in stock yeah, uh, we're uh, it's like brew it uh, and sell it. Uh, you, you make it and you sell it as quick as you as you can. Uh, you know, I mean, they started maybe three weeks ago with the brewing process, and so you know, just trying to get that ramped up and, and meeting demand, and then demand was way higher. Uh, but I'm not even sure if they uh, were producing it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We were going to keep up yeah. with demand, but I, they're getting there. They're catching uh, up for sure, and I think it'll be more available as it kind of gets to retail across the state as well. Well, that's one of the reasons we uh, ha- uh, utilize Fernson and, and appreciate that partnership because uh, we can distribute it uh, all across our state. So uh, it should be coming to a place near you uh, sometime soon, and uh, hopefully everyone's enjoying it and uh, continuing to, to purchase ears up. And again, how about the crowd? Over 19,000. And again, when you look at North and South Dakota, you talk about the largest crowds to ever witness a sporting event in either state. And two of the three largest crowds are the two most recent home football games for South Dakota State, over 19,000 for the USD game and over 19,000 again for Hobo Day. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's been really cool. Our students are showing up and providing a, a great part of the experience and home field advantage. Uh, you know, the pride's bigger in numbers this year, too. And so, um, and, and they, they're our best fans. Uh, you know, they, they stay for every game all the way to the end, and, and they're, uh, they're rowdy, loud. Uh, they get into it. Kevin Kessler does such a great job with that group. And uh, so there's a real spirit there in the south end uh, of the stadium. And, uh, and then just filling in the numbers of people that have, uh, showed up to support us and the feel in the building you can feel it it's really positive uh, people are having a good time uh, you know obviously it's helping our team uh, be successful but you know to set attendance records and look you know every year we've set one it's usually been when NDSU is on our schedule and that's for obvious reasons and Dakota marker game and they travel well uh, to be able to do that in a year where we're not playing NDSU at home and and uh, arguably from a name recognition rivalry standpoint uh, maybe 
less teams that, that hit that mark. And so it's really impressive to see what our fans have done this year. And I think people are having a good time. Perfect weather all season. Hopefully we can get one more out here on November 12th. But, uh, you know, big day, big game today to really set the table for Senior Day uh, next week and, and hopefully uh, close this thing out. Touching on last week just a little bit more, I joked about it with John Stigelmeyer on the radio show on Monday night. His team has shown over the past few weeks you don't necessarily have to get off to the greatest of starts to win football games. But as we saw on Hobo Day, it does make things a little easier when you jump ahead early. Well, it does, and and I think, you know, if I put my fan hat on, we've come to expect to be up by three touchdowns in the second quarter, and I, I've tried to explain to people this year, you know, as we kind of get our legs under us, as we figure out some new faces, and then obviously some of the injuries we've dealt with, um, you know, and, and then not having that buy until the end of the year, it's it's one of those, like, there's going to be some games where we got to figure it out late in the third or into the fourth quarter. We may have to come from behind. Uh, those are things that this team, you know, in years past, We've had more games maybe where we're up early. Uh, but it, it does set the tone. It made uh, made for Saturday, and from the AD's perspective, uh, obviously uh, uh, very stress-free. But um, also important at this time, because of where that buy is, the, to uh, get some guys some rest, to get some others in and playing. Uh, you know, a big lead allowed us probably to uh, help uh, with Isaiah Davis just to give him a little more time and, um, and keep him fresh. This is the time of year where you get banged up and dinged up. So not only we had the major injuries, you're at a time where you are tired. And so Saturday's uh, performance couldn't have come at a better time. And, and I'll say this, I thought Indiana State actually is impressive. They've got some really good players. That was not... Uh, th- that was taking it to them in uh, a, a really good game by the Jackrabbits. But Indiana State's proven they've been in games, so they're going to give people trouble here the next couple weeks. Yeah, you think about the fact the Sycamore's first four league games all losses by a combined 23 points, and then SDSU wins by 42 on Saturday. But to your point about some of the injuries and whatnot, I guess that's one of the things that really stands out to me, because we can sit here and have these conversations about the Tucker Crafts and about the Mark Granowskis and about the Adam Box and the Reese Winkelmans, the, the the guys that stand out, the All-Americans, the team captains, etc. But to see the Peyton Schaefers, to see the Tucker Largest, to see the guys that aren't starters necessarily who have been forced into action or getting more playing time because of some of the injuries and not just being out there, but to see them relish in their role and to succeed and excel in those particular roles, that for me has been really, really fun to see. Yeah, you know, and at a time when you're playing basically three rivals back-to-back-to-back with two on the road and you're working new faces in, and it shows you the depth uh, that we have built, uh, the talent and the confidence that everyone has uh, from coaches to the other players around them. They expect guys to come in and be able to play because they're good. Um, You know, but nothing replaces experience, and and you can have all the talent in the world. Uh, Getting reps matters. And and there's for for us that sit outside, football's 1-0 every week you know and we all know that and that's what they should do but there's a long game to this as well and that's if you can be fortunate enough to make the playoffs and certainly for us hopefully hosting playoff games that um, you're building some depth in those that you have guys that have played a lot of minutes and then what it does for you as you come into the spring season and next fall uh, you can see where this starts to get going and you can build a two and a three and a four year run uh, because you're, the, the injuries are kind of a, a, a blessing in disguise to a degree in, in regards to building that depth within your program. So um, it's interesting. If you can manage your way through it, uh, we have a chance to get out on, on a really good uh, side of this and, and just really proud of the coaches and the student-athletes for figuring it out. 
Let's turn the page and talk about the upcoming winter sports season a little. Let's talk about each of the basketball teams individually because their regular season start in just a couple of days on Monday night. The Jackrabbit tip-off exhibition games this past Wednesday. Let's start with the men, Eric Henderson squad, coming off the first-ever perfect season in Summit League men's basketball history. They're picked second, but certainly right near the top of the league. And, and there'll be some, some new faces, but a lot of faces people are familiar with and a lot of excitement for Coach Hendo and squad yeah it's a it's an interesting makeup in regards to the roster because you, you have some guys that have played a lot of games and and uh and then we're working in some uh some new guys that uh, are extremely talented and the balance uh, you know i think what we do well in regards to sharing the ball playing team defense uh getting good shots i think that's going to be the kind of hallmark of this team and uh I, we might look just a little different than maybe we did last year and and obviously doug wilson's uh once in a probably probably 25-year or maybe history kind of guy just in terms of how he plays and what he can do. And so we weren't going to look exactly the same, but uh, we can be equally as effective. And I think what I really like is, uh, number one, Coach Henderson, I think, is really enjoying this group. Uh, they're, they're fun to work uh, with every day. They're getting better every day. I think we'll look very different from the start of the season to the end of the season, too, which is a good thing because I think we're starting pretty high. Uh, but we have a chance to do some interesting things. Uh, but I think uh, our fans are going to enjoy this group uh, just as much as the last, you know, seven, eight, nine years. We've had some really good runs in, in men's basketball. There will be a target on our backs. Uh, the last thing I'd say, we're a tough out. I, we're not going to give you a game. You're going to have to take it from us. You're going to have to find a way to beat us. And uh, I, I like being in that position. On the flip side, Aaron Johnston's team coming off the run to the WNIT championship, ranked in the top 25 in both the major polls in their preseason versions of those particular things. And now you look ahead to this regular season, and you have the Sellens and the Burkharts. I mean, Sellens like Dentlinger and Arians, they're all collecting AARP funds at this point, it seems like. Then you add Drew Gilton to the mix, and, and uh, this is, a, again, a team that's very talented and picked to win the Summit. Yeah, talented and balanced. I mean, talent at every spot, talent coming off the bench, but yet they understand how to play as a team. Like, that's their strength. And so it's really interesting to see that kind of mix and that dynamic. Uh, tons of experience, uh, experience in big games. The run in the WNIT, obviously, I, I think from a, a tournament uh, level and, and high pressure, high stakes, uh, what they were able to prove. And that's obviously led to these top 25 rankings. Again, AJ has a an amazing schedule set up. We're going to be tested. We're going to have a chance to test some other teams too. And uh, this is a group from a balance standpoint. If we can win some games early in this season against some good competition, uh, it's setting itself up to be in a great position come NCAA tournament time and certainly with the Summit League. Um, and then AJ's experience as a coach. You know, he really understands how to blend each of these teams. Each team is different. It'll be interesting which freshmen step up because every year uh, we have freshmen that play a lot of minutes and, and figure it out and and so working them in the mix but uh, I think uh, you know excitement for our women's program might be at an all-time high and rightfully so. Let's talk about today a little bit in the opposition for the SDSU football team the University of Northern Iowa and I don't know if rivalry is the proper term, series, whatever you want to call it, but you look back at some of the games SDSU and you and I have played over the years, multiple times have met in the playoffs. Uh, these are two teams that have a lot of history of being near the top of the Missouri Valley, certainly being playoff teams and making runs in the FCS playoffs. And it seems like when these two teams get together, they're always well-played games and they're always incredibly physical contests. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's one of those you you got to line up and you, again you knock hats and and uh, you got to win some battles at the line of scrimmage to set some things up. Uh, it's been interesting in regards to the home team has struggled in this series uh, to a large degree, and so um, you know, and then Northern Iowa we typically play them kind of later October, first of November, and they're in uh, you know kind of playoff mode, and and many of these years they've needed to win uh, these games, and and again. Uh, we sit in the same spot, so you know you're, you're going to get their best effort, and you do anyway. It doesn't matter what year, but when you got the playoffs, like you know, when you're playing for your playoff life, it, it, there's a little different uh, level to that as well. And so, um, you know, I expect again today it's going to be one of those that you, you got to kind of stick your nose in it. It's going to be a four quarter deal, and um, you know we've got to just be the best version of us and take care of business on the road. And and you know, for me, obviously working at you and I for ten years, I've been gone for uh, 14 now uh, which is uh, amazing for me to think <laughs> about but you know I still I have a lot of friends I respect the program they've done uh, you know they do the the right things they got good uh, student athletes they do well in school and so um, you know these are the challenges that for us to reach our goals and and, uh, and they're very high right now these are games that we got to come out and, and get it done but uh, it's always special for me to come back to Northern Iowa and it is a rivalry game for me <laughs> I mean, you know I know for our fans it's kind of turned into that too just because of what we've been playing for and how close it's been well it should be a lot of fun today great atmosphere expected here in the unidome at south dakota state the number one team in the fcs traveling to cedar falls this afternoon to take on the panthers of northern iowa enjoy the game justin i will thanks tyler